Welcome to the People Chronicles. This is What's the Story, and it's a fascinating story. Our guest this afternoon is Richard P. Jackson. He's a psychic, a medium, an exorcist, a paranormal researcher, internationally known expert on uh, spiritual matters. That's a lot behind your name. And we learned in part one um, how the journey started, or the day, shall we say, the journey started. Um, That was 26 years ago? About 27 and a half. 27 and a half years ago. Not that you're counting, right? Not that I'm counting. (laughs) Um, How do you know it's real? How do you know that, um, I I mean, a lot of this, the paranormal has become, I'm going to say in maybe the last five years or more, entertainment. Yes. It's become entertainment. So how do you discern what's entertainment and what's real? If the question is that there's a question, then it's already for me. If the answer isn't immediately, this is not entertainment, then it's probably entertainment. If I even have to ask the question, then I'm already saying, okay, what's really going on here? What's psychological? What's self-imposed? What is sometimes created? Keep in mind, I'm very aware of something that was uh, and is called thought forms people can create their own monsters and demons Mm -hmm. and they're very real but are they the ones that you know we're talking about sometimes yes because at some point it's all about invitation and recognition if you want one so bad what you just did is you in, in inevitably called upon and invited the ones that are very real and most of the time it doesn't happen um out of the blue There's always precursors. Oftentimes, entities will be around the spirits of people who are afraid to face God, call it limbo. They will also also be um, around people who have been either into the occult and invited it, but the most significant single factor for people who are really under the gun by dark spirits is sexual abuse. They are... Are surrounded by dark spirits? Uh, uh, they, it's not that they're surrounded by. It's that they are easy targets. And what they makes are, them so? And they are most likely. Because you take the, the typical person who might undergo transient possession and need help. They are likely to be a woman who has um, probably had abuse, uh, likely sexual abuse in her background. Let's say it's about, both of them, about 80% plus. Um. If you are called, somebody calls you and says, I need help, um, whether it's a person or a place, and, and you go, you, you pay that visit, and you determine, nah, this is in their head. They're thinking it. And the mind is a very powerful thing, so I don't mean necessarily that they made it up, mm-hmm. but there aren't really spirits there. How do you tell the person that? I tell the person that they're a little luckier than they could imagine, and it's a very appropriate that we maybe visit, that they understand what one good prayer or visualizing does put that light of god around you or christ lighting and then i might offer to bless the house or suggest that they do it and And say well you might be lucky maybe you have a problem in the brewing and you're on top of it let's just hope for that and, and 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 act appropriately i believe overreaction is not only dangerous and inappropriate but it has a reverse effect Okay, now let's go to the other scenario. You arrive, and there are indeed um, 
evil or unwanted energies or entities there. What do you do? Can you walk us through something like that? Yeah, originally what I would do is I'd speak to the people. I would do an interview. um, I would do some family history, family background. After about 10 years into this, I realized that my greatest, one of my greatest gifts is the gift of discernment. I would just know good, not good, real, not real, um, and that people needed help, and that usually there was a multiple factor. It wasn't just that there was a demon who's taking drugs, who's leaving themselves open, who was abused, what objects might be in the house. For example, I once received gas nozzles from a concentration camp, and my uh, yard became haunted. So you had to dispose of those oh, gas nozzles. I sure did. And I learned early on, I'm not even sure where, that until I knew what to do with them and blessed them and got them back to where they came, um, that I wrapped them in red. And I did the Star of David and the sign of the cross, and it muted it. So the objects, objects can attract Absolutely. energies. What happens to you, Richard, when you go through the ritual, so to speak? I mean, how, how do you feel when it's all over? What, what Drained. Drained. Um, sometimes I've experienced things like on my way home, every dog is barking for five miles. I've seen storms appear over one farm, um, over a house that was a very major, one of the most haunted houses I've ever been in. And there is a, a an actual storm that they talked about on the Weather Channel that just occurred across from one of the areas in Goshen where they had actually a weather monitor. And they had a storm literally over the 30 or 70 acres of this house and nowhere else. How did they explain it? The meteorologists? Well, he I only heard about it because it was referred to for years. Okay. Um, 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 but the family, I'm not only in touch with, but I'm very good friends with. And, and, and I wound up... Um, proudly staying friends with the children and and the parents. So when you go through this process, it, it sounds like these entities are with you. They're surrounding you. How do you rid yourself of them? How do you stay sane? There's three ways to do it. Prayer, prayer, and prayer. Mm-hmm. It's asking God for help, asking your guardian for help, doing what you can, visualizing, um, I would never go if I had a drink or any anything that was in me that would alter my consciousness. I also don't like going with a group of people. I like really having little energy. I learned this from Bishop McKenna. I will often fast for two or three days before I do a blessing, at least a partial fast, so my energy is a little low so that it can't be used against me. Are you ever afraid or intim- maybe afraid's not the word, intimidated, anxious, because maybe the energy feels so strong that you're concerned what will happen to you. I mean, you must be the bad guy for for the bad energy, right? True. So don't you feel like the attack could become personal? I, I look at it this way, that if they are God's enemy, that if, if, if the, they're my enemy, maybe it pushes me closer to God. And I don't think it's a maybe. I think it does. If it's done for the right reasons, I don't do it to convert people to any religion. I do it to help them because they're in a jam and they don't know what to do. And I know what that feels like. It sounds like you're saying, you're saying, I do it. I do it. I do it. But I keep hearing you saying it's the light that you draw. Yeah. It, is, it is Jesus. It is God. Yes. So are you, are you a conduit or are you doing it? 
I am um, the person that is doing the human part, but the rest is done by the grace of holy angels, um, martyrs perhaps, um, definitely things that are often um, within us um, that are part of God too, because where does one end, one begins. So the idea of seeing a place just explode in light, the idea of being humble and asking God in God's own, um, of saying certain prayers a certain way because they've been used by hundreds of years and that I come with a certain feeling that I'm part of a special fraternity of people and beings of which I am but one and that the only one I could account for is me, but I am not the one really getting rid of it. It is whatever is empowered through what I do um, and that is something far beyond me. Is this this eternal battle of good versus evil? Only in this part of the universe, not everywhere. Remember, what do you mean by that? Well, it's in this part of our consciousness, yes. Do I think it's, there's a good and evil everywhere in the infinite universe? No. What do you think's there, more good or more evil? Oh, by far good. By far more good. So the yeah. battle is contained, so to speak, in a, in a universal sense. It's the price we pay for free will. <laughs> it is learning that sometimes what is seductive isn't always good. So, all right, free will, and you talk about the evil entities, and you mentioned that um, it could be in your mind, and, and because you're thinking about it, you invite it. Can we invite evil or, or bad energies or entities to us by things that we do, unwittingly? Absolutely, yes. What are some things that you would say, don't do that? The first thing that comes to mind is the good old Ouija board. So that is a dangerous thing. Um, another thing would be anyone or one themselves ever speaking and asking out loud for any harm to come to any person, especially family. So don't wish negative things on others. Cruelty. Um, it's really funny how many of serial killers are motivated or moved by evil i wouldn't have to answer i wouldn't want to have to come up with the right answer but i'm sure there's an overlap there mm -hmm. and i'm sure that most serial killers according to my friends in, in criminology i deal with police cases occasionally um they usually torture animals first hmm. we've seen no like reason no regard for life and the danger now is we are seeing things and our kids are seeing things such graphic violence on video games where do you draw the line? Um, I'm more worried about sometimes people acting out what they're seeing, that whatever is behind the scenes, I'm more worried about like what happened in Newtown, Connecticut. And yes, I do think there was a mix of things there that if they had nothing, you know, anything evil had anything to do with what actually happened there, that they were certainly drawn to the misery of what went on there. Hmm. So we have to be careful in terms of how we think. And what we bring around us. How has this whole thing that started 27 and a half years ago changed your life? How are you different? It's, it's brought me to be the person I want to be and hoped I would be. I wasn't getting there. And now I'm, I understand humility. I, I understand humor. And I would gravitate to be helpful. Is it most of what I'm actually doing is hel helping people undo their connections to bad relationships, bad people, um, the stress in our society, the food chain, 
um, healing, what are the ticky-tack nonsense, what really works. Um, the whole avenue of the human condition is now my ball field, and I love playing ball. So you don't ever get weary, exhausted, and tired and say, you know, just take this away. I don't, I don't want this special gift anymore because... Yes, I do. Yes, I do, but I can't. I can't quit because the day I quit, whatever doesn't like what I'm doing will have their day with me. So there is a battle yourself that you deal with that does, that does scare you a little bit. A little bit, but it's brought me a lot more love, a lot more grace, a lot more confidence in God. Um, I know that when I ask for help, I not only um, see things, but I have been able to photo things. Most of um, the Warrens in their books, most of their pictures are mine. Um, Ed called me the best psychic photographer in the world. That was the first key where I've actually been able to take pictures of what prayer looks like. Can we all do that? Can we all simply pray and bring about goodness? It is the heartbeat of humanity is to all be able to sing that song in harmony someday. Yes. We can do it. Yes, we can do it. Will we? Someday. Yes, we will. If you ever feel like you need to talk to Richard P. Jackson or you think there's something not quite right, and is it more places than people that you're getting rid of evil spirits is it more a a place than a person i think it's more people but my actual focus is probably 80 percent on the place 20 percent on people how do we get a hold of you you get a hold of me by going to my website richard p jackson i have a phone number and an email and i always will get back to people it may not be that day or the next but it won't be very long i do get back to people he sure does he got back to us here at the people chronicles richard p jackson it has been an absolute pleasure our pleasure and thank you for uh, taking away some of the mystery around all of this and sharing it with us here on what's the story joe you're a pleasure and you have a wonderful way about you thank you for having me on it's our pleasure this is the people chronicles